0: Hello, everyone. This is Rick, the founder at Real People USA and uh, Real People USA. We have three uh, functions as a organization and a podcast platform and a blog. Our purpose is to um, talk about small business ownership and promote entrepreneurism. The second thing that we do is help Republican political candidates uh, do better by boosting their presence uh, with uh, through podcasting and helping them with their campaign. And third, we like to talk about situations that affect real people because real people have real situations that they deal with. Today's podcast episode is about Reuben Young's testimonial that he wanted me to upload yesterday to the public. And we will also talk about uh, some other great candidates that are out there. But first, I just want to let people know the reason why Ruben Young, who's running against Debbie Wasserman Schultz, in Florida's District 23, Uh, Ruben is a Republican. He's black. He's about 60 years old, and he has a wealth of knowledge about how this system works. Ruben Young has to be one of the most well-informed people I have met. Who knows the Constitution. He knows the regulations about voting and about how things should work. In fact, the first podcast episode I did with him in October of 2020, when he was running for the, the, the court of the clerks or the city clerk position in Miami-Dade, in which Ruben received 278,000 votes. In that election, he didn't win, and of course, we all know that there's a possibility that Reuben did not win because of cheating. And we will talk about how, or we will talk about Democrat cheating at some point uh, throughout this podcast episode, if I remember. But Reuben Young is this this thing about protecting the Constitution and ensuring that. Americans get the best they can and do the best they can in America is very authentic and I was, I was impressed with that so how Ruben Young and I connected I was working with a uh, Cubana a Cuban lady in South Florida and we were working on some business development uh, uh, situations to help small businesses uh, in South Florida uh, and the New York area So I so I had did the podcast episode with Ruben in 2020 and some months passed by and I was talking with uh, the consultant there in South Florida. Her name is Jaylene Rodriguez. Very, very bright woman. And she said that she was connecting with Ruben to help Ruben, you know, run for Congress. And, And this is the first that I had heard that Ruben was running for Congress. So fast forward, Ruben needed some help with this website. And at this time, I was you know, working with other people in, in the small business arena, helping them with websites and helping them find clients. So Ruben and I started talking. And that is when I started to get this feeling that Ruben could actually beat Debbie Wasserman Schultz in District 23 which is uh, some of Miami-Dade and uh, a portion of Broward County. And I said to myself, this guy is a formidable candidate. I mean, he he believes in the unadulterated Const- U.S. Constitution to the point where he can take you back to the 1800s and talk about different situations that helped. You know, form our constitution and our government. This guy is a wealth of knowledge, and if I was Debbie Wasserman Schultz, I would never debate Reuben Young. Let me tell you. So, Reuben, you know, we started talking, and uh, Reuben said, "Rick, so what do you do for a living?" And I said, "Reuben, what I am? I am a CEO of a business consulting firm in California." And I told him I, I was born and raised in Florida. I was born in Tampa and spent some time living in Miami-Dade, Broward, around the uh, Dania Beach and Opalaka communities in South Florida. And I told him, I said, well, I work with small business owners and uh, the small business owners kind of need the same type of help. That you, that you need or, you know, small business ownership and finding new clients is not that different from political candidates uh, growing their campaigns and growing their, their base of, of voters. In fact, I said it's almost like a 90 percent uh, uh, intersection of what you need to do and what small business owners need to do. And I did tell him, I said, small business owners actually have it a little harder than you do, Ruben, as a political candidate. And I will will explain why. And here's the reason why. Small business owners have varying degrees of success and failure. So what this means is if you have a scale from one to five, where five is the most successful small business owner. And, you know, all small businesses need some type of consulting services. But the business owner that's at a five may feel he or she does not need any business consulting services because they see themselves at the top of the heap, at the top of the uh, the food chain, in terms of having the biggest market share. Now, we are talking about small business owners, not large corporations like Apple or Disney or Caribbean Cruise Lines, we're talking about the small business owner that may have, you know, 50 employees. So the next level of small business owner might be a four or three. And this small business owner is not doing too bad, but, you know, they are able to pay their bills and and, and make ends meet. And maybe they'll take a couple of vacations a week and uh, we're talking about the owners and the employees are happy they're they're making market wages um they're able to pay their bills and rent or buy homes Uh, maybe not in california buying a home but in in any other state maybe outside of california and new york they can you know buy a home and and raise their families then you have the one and two level business owners And these business owners are struggling, they're having payroll problems, Uh, you know, they're having high turnover in their businesses. So the reason why I had to describe uh, the small business owner scale from from one to five is a lot of small business owners are hesitant to reach out and say, you know, I need help with my business. And like I said, all business owners from, from one to five need help. Um, And just to let people know, I used to be a vice president at a Fortune 500 company in Los Angeles. And I used to market and get new accounts in the health insurance business uh, throughout California. But the headquarters was in Los Angeles and the other headquarters or the the co-headquarters was in Sacramento County. And, you know, so I've seen a lot of things with, with small business owners reaching out to them for their health insurance business, I've I've had a chance to talk with the CEOs, the the presidents of small business owners, the CPAs, the attorneys, uh, dentists, and even other small business owners like hairstylists and and insurance brokers and real estate brokers. Now, the reason why I brought up the one to five uh, different categories of small business owners is to get back to what political candidates uh, their, what their situation is like. They don't have a one-to-five breakdown of you know, uh, not doing well to doing very well. The political candidates only have a go and no-go, a yes or no, a victory or a defeat. So it kind of makes it easier to work with the political candidate because the situation is more intense. It's not like, again, it's not like the small business owners where there's so much room, so much leeway for, hey, you know, I'm doing okay. I don't need to be very successful or I'm successful and I'm not worried about dropping a few percentage points and and, and market share. So in contrast, the GOP political candidate has a much tougher fight on his or her hands. So when I talk about Reuben Young and his, uh, his, his, his quest to defeat Debbie Wasserman Schultz, I believe he has a good chance because Wasserman Schultz also has the same two options, to lose or to win, to keep her seat or to lose her seat. Now, one thing I want to let political candidates know that uh, when you run, it's not a foregone conclusion that you're going to lose because you are the new person. And it's also not a uh, conclusion that if you do, you know, minimal things to uh, manage your campaign or to grow your campaign, that you're going to win. So what do I mean about this? about my statement I just made. Okay, winning and losing is a choice. Winning and losing is about having a system. Winning and losing is about effort. And just like I mentioned to small business owners, the same kind of options ultimately exist with small business owners, winning or losing. And like I said there are you know varying degrees of winning and losing like I mentioned the scale of 1 to 5 but for the political candidates like Reuben Young he can win if he has a system if he has a plan if he puts in effort now that system that I helped Reuben develop is a system to win and it's also a system not to lose. Now, that's, that's a big point, listeners. I just want to let you know. Uh, I would say 90% of the candidates, or maybe even higher, they have this, this plan or you know marketing plan to win. But I would say, with the exception of Ruben Young and maybe a few other people that we may work with, uh, Real People USA may work with, None of them have a a plan not to lose. You see, I just strongly believe that candidates like Ruben Young, he will put in effort, along with Real People USA's help, to win. But equally, we will have a plan not to lose. And I'll give people an example. And I'm not going to tell you, you know, the details of our strategy to win or not to lose but I will tell you this. Let's say, for instance, there's a, a, a total number of voters in that district where Reuben is or wherever your district is. It could be in Arizona. It could be in, 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 in Brooklyn, New York or Queens, New York. It could be in Tampa, Florida. It could be in South Carolina. Um, it doesn't matter. There is a, a, a top number. There is a total number of voters out there who will vote. Uh, You know, the percentage of total voters might be 70-80%, but there is a total number of voters who will vote. So the candidate's plan should be is to to get the majority of those voters. And see, now, in this climate of this communist-leaning administration that we're under... Uh, under Biden and Harris and all these, you know, rhino Republicans and turncoat Republicans and traitor Republicans, it is actually quite easy, I believe, for a person like Reuben Young to win or other people that I will mention uh, throughout this episode to win because now the lines or the boundaries are more clearer than ever before. It's either, do you want to keep the country that we've had you know since the the, the since 1776 and, and our constitution uh, ar- around the, the, the mid to late 1870s or do you want our country to be like Cuba, Venezuela, China, you know, Mexico where there's so much corruption, so much tyranny? So much totalitarian-style uh, management of, of you know or, or government. So so for a person like Reuben Young, it is much much easier to win than I think than ever before in you know politics and people running for office because there are so many disenfranchised and disenchanted Democrats than ever before. So you got to remember, Democrats. Who voted, you know, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, and before, they really voted because, you know, Democrats had a brand of, you know, protecting the worker. Uh, you know, they were union-focused. Then they added things like being pro-abortion, uh, pro-LGBT. Uh, what else? They, they, they had this civil rights component. Which is which was not which was never really real. Let me tell you, Those, their civil rights component was fake as hell. But nonetheless, they had one. Fast forward to today, to 2021, and today's date is July 31st, 2021. Fast forward to today, the same Democrat uh, attributes that voters l- loved about the Democrat Party. Are just about gone they don't like workers they don't like um, small, they've never loved small business owners but small business owners like in Los Angeles and New York, Seattle Portland, Miami uh, Philadelphia they all felt the wrath of the Democrat party during this COVID-19 hoax they felt the wrath because their businesses were shut down too and just to let people know, I think everyone who does not know about the Bolshevik Revolution, which was uh, 1917 until 1922 when the uh, Soviet Union became or the, the Russia became the U- United uh, Socialist uh, Soviet Republic or the United Soviet Socialist Republic uh, transformed Russia into this communist uh, organization or co- communist party that controlled about 17 countries, uh, from uh, East Berlin, West Ger- Germany, and East back to Russia. People need to learn about the Bolshevik Revolution because what the Democrat Party is doing now is so much like a copy of what how the Bolshevik Revolution uh, came into existence and how the Russian people were tricked into uh, voting for these Bolsheviks who were just like people like Biden and Harris and AOC and uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and uh, who else out there? Uh, Adam Schiff and Gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi and even some Republicans, even some Republicans out there, like Kinzinger, the guy from Illinois, And even, in my opinion, some Republicans that were trusted, even some Republicans who needed Donald Trump's help in the 2020 election, and then they went turncoat on Donald Trump during this election fraud stuff involving, you know, six primary states, and probably includes other states, even states like California, okay? So people need to need to learn about the Bolshevik revolution. So what I was saying, the Democrat voter who used to love the attributes of the Democrat Party or the platform of the Democrat Party, they've been betrayed. These Democrat voters have been betrayed by the Democrat Party. And that's why Donald Trump got so many crossover votes. 75 to 100 million votes in the 2020 election. Donald Trump got so many votes in the 2020 election that the Democrats had to cheat with the help of a handful of Republicans like in Georgia and and, and Michigan, these legislators in Pennsylvania and Arizona and Nevada. They had to cheat. That's why they had to shut down the voting Centers like at midnight, one o'clock in the morning on the East Coast, because Donald Trump was up so many votes. I believe he was up seven hundred thousand votes in Pennsylvania. Sixty-five percent of the total votes were already counted, and Donald Trump was up by seven hundred thousand votes in Pennsylvania. There was no way in hell that the Democrats were going to catch up and make up that that uh, that margin. Same thing in Georgia. Donald Trump was up three hundred thousand votes. Uh, same thing in Arizona and Nevada. This is the second time I believe they've been cheating. I've I've seen how the vote the votes uh, switched from uh, Clinton or switched from uh, Trump to Clinton in twenty sixteen. I saw that happen, and it happened again in twenty twenty. So. That's why the Democrat Party had to cheat. So when I say that people like Reuben Young has a shot, a strong chance of winning, there are so many disenchanted, disenfranchised or Democrat voters who have lost their businesses, who have lost their jobs, who have lost their dignity as Americans, who have lost uh, control of their kids' education, Democrats who have seen their communities Go up in a blaze because of these, these, um, you know, uh, anarchists and 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 riots funded by these organizations. Who, and some of these or- organizations are or corporations that you and I uh, used to love. Okay, so Democrats have seen uh, a lot of bad things happen to them. You know, since this COVID hoax. You know, came to be, and after the election was stolen on November 3rd, 2020. So it's people like Reuben Young who bring a, a a a position of understanding of what the what the real issues are, and and I think other candidates should stop focusing on their own personal agendas. And I see this a lot. I see a lot of candidates out there in the Republican Party. Uh, focused on one single issue, it could be the Second Amendment, it could be homelessness, it could be the veterans, it could be, you know, Cuba, you know, as a fourth generation Cuban American myself, and my father's side of the families from Haiti, I do understand the Cuban situation. But the Cuban situation may not pull people from both sides of the political spectrum to vote. So I say, you know, make that a subcategory. If you love guns so much, the Second Amendment, fine. That's part of the U.S. Constitution. So stick with the U.S. Constitution and let, you know, guns and the Second Amendment be a subcategory. But like I said, Rubin is putting in this thing called effort. Now, I mentioned on a previous podcast episode that there are two ways to get on a on a ballot in South Florida or in Florida, you can either pay ten thousand four hundred dollars, or you can collect about twelve hundred valid uh, signatures on a petition. I don't believe Ruben has ten thousand four hundred dollars, so he chose the petition method. Now let me tell you something about this petition method of uh, getting on the ballot. It forces you the candidate or it forced him the candidate to talk to real people okay so you can't do some online thing or he didn't do an online process to get these petitions every single person that signed that petition he had to ask now as a candidate and specifically as a black candidate reuben had to put aside any type of fears and any type of uh, inhibitions that he had about other people. He had to talk to Jewish people. He had to talk to Latin people from Latin America, you know, Cuba, uh, Venezuelan people. He had to talk to people uh, from the uh, you know, Dominican Republic, Puerto Ricans. He had to talk to a lot of transplants from New York. So Ruben went out and got his petition signed in a very a courageous a very humbling way and you know what that did for him listeners it prepared him to stand up and talk to people about what he believes so when Reuben and I met we talked about Reuben we need to have a consistent message just like Donald Trump if listeners remember Donald Trump did not bounce around you know many different issues he stuck with one, uh, you know, slogan, Make America Great Again. And under that, he had about four to five, maybe six items that he constantly talked about. And those items that Donald Trump talked about gained momentum. Now, these were not just wishy-washy, uh, willy-nilly type issues. These are issues or those issues that Donald Trump talked about. He talked about the issues that affect Americans, regardless of your political party, regardless of your sex, regardless of your uh, your 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 preference for traditional lifestyle or alternative lifestyle. The issues that Donald Trump Donald Trump talked about it impacts impacted all the people. Not again, not just Republicans and he didn't talk about things that just impacted democrats he talked about making america great again and america is a great country and it was a great country uh even during our toughest times like 9 11 and you know the dot-com bus twice and the mortgage real estate crisis in 2008 2009 and the disastrous presidency of barack obama you know, America was still a good place until these Democrats decided to betray their country, to betray their constitutional oath, to betray the, 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 the benefits of Americans having life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So like I said, Reuben Young will probably win because he has a system to win. And he also has a system not to lose. So Reuben Young needs your donations and your contributions and your support. And he needs your donations so he can uh, complete the system. Because the system's already uh, been designed. We just need to pay for it. And it's not expensive. I would say $25 per person. And we, if we get a lot of people to support uh, Reuben Young, uh, we will have that system in place in no time. And definitely before the November 22 election. Uh, one thing I will say before I start talking about some other candidates in, in and in a, in briefly is Reuben Young is not just running for District 23. Uh, Reuben eloquently stated the other day when I spoke with him that although he is a he's being voted by District 23 voters, he is a congressman for the entire United States. And I think there's another sitting congresswoman who understands that. And that's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene was in California, even though she's a congresswoman from Georgia. She's been in California. She's been in Nevada. She's been in several states because, you know what? Congress must be won by the Republicans in 2022. So Reuben Young needs donations from across the country. And the more donations he gets, the more he will be able to make our system stronger to uh, get him elected in office for the win and, and to also stop or deter Debbie Wasserman Schultz and her campaign people from cheating. Because we all know, especially if you live in Broward, Miami-Dade, that is a, a, a hub of cheating. And it's and it's no secret. And Ruben will talk about uh, how that cheating happens on an a, a upcoming podcast episode. So Ruben Young, his website is our young for Congress. That's R Y O N G F O R Congress Now, there are some other candidates that are running with within the same spirit of, of Ruben Young. And I just want to mention them by name because I've spoken with them. And I've done a podcast episode with them. Right now, I'm not supporting them officially, but I just want to put their names out there. So, uh, if you, you know, have a few extra dollars to donate to their campaigns, uh, please do so. And hopefully, I can work with them and help them uh, duplicate the system that I have for Ruben Young, also in their campaigns. The first person I want to mention, if you can donate to their campaign is Barbara Author. She is a District 7 uh, GOP candidate running in South Carolina. She's running against incumbent Tom Rice. And if you're not sure who Tom Rice is, just look up the list of Republican congressmen who voted to impeach Donald Trump uh, regarding the January 6th incident. Tom Rice is one of them. Go look it up. Uh, Barbara Arthur is a Cuban-American person who's been in the country since she was, I think she said, six years old. She left Cuba and left Cuba with her dad. And her mother had to remain behind in Cuba for 20 plus years before she was able to rejoin the family. So Barbara Arthur has a compelling story about communism. And how Americans never want to see or should never want to see communism here in the United States. Barbara's website is BarbaraAuthorForSC.com. That's B-A-R-B-A-R-A-A-R-T-H-U-R-F-O-R-S-C.com. The next congressional candidate that I have high regard for is Rhonda Kennedy. And Rhonda is a California District 26 congressional candidate. Uh, District 26 is in Ventura County, primarily with some snippets of western or northwestern Los Angeles County. Rhonda Kennedy is a practicing California attorney, and she is a fireball. Uh, She's been a guest on the Real People USA podcast, and uh, she talked about her candidacy. And she also recently talked about... ...a lawsuit where she's working to help uh, get a Latina uh, some uh, some compensation from Amazon. Uh, this person was severely injured, uh, so it's a product liability case. But Rhonda Kennedy is a tough candidate. And I do believe even though Rhonda Kennedy lost her November 2020 election, she actually probably won. And again, this is one of these cases where I believe cheating was highly involved in Rhonda Kennedy's loss against the Democrat. Uh, Rhonda Kennedy's website is RhondaKennedy.com. That's R-O-N-D-A-K-E-N-N-E-D-Y.com. And again, Rhonda Kennedy is running in District 26, which is primarily Ventura County. Another person I want to talk about, her name is Christine Quinn. Q-U-I-N-N. She's running for a district in Tampa, Florida, my hometown. And this woman uprooted her family from Orange County, California, to move to Tampa, Florida because of the disastrous and debilitating economic policies of Gavin Newsom. So here's a woman that had a thriving business, but was starting to see declines in the business because of these, uh, you know, socialist, you know, communist-leading economic policies by Gavin Newsom. So she uprooted her business, put everything in a U-Haul truck, and moved to Tampa, Florida. Now she's running against, I believe, Ka- Kathy Castor, who has, you know, quite a following there in Tampa, Florida. She's a Democrat. You need to look her up, and please listen to the podcast episode interview I did with Christine Quinn to learn more about Kathy Castor. And hopefully uh, Christine may come back to do a second interview to talk more about her candidacy. So Christine is a fireball uh, who believes in God and comes from the perspective of a business owner who saw the impact of poor government economic policies that threatened small business owners' livelihood. Another person I want to talk about is Roxanna and I went to high school together in Tampa. And uh, she was a Tampa police officer. And then after four years, she decided to move to, I believe, Texas and then ultimately moved to Arizona. Roxanna, in my opinion, is like, the, is like a Donald Trump. She takes no crap. She does not want to reach across the aisle to work with Democrats because doing so would minimize the the, the Republican message. Doing so would put the Republican platform in jeopardy, again, minimize the Republican platform, minimize the Constitution, minimize Americans' uh, right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So Roxana, look out for Roxana. She will be running, I believe sometime in October, November uh, to, or announce her candidacy and please support Roxana. She will be a guest on the real People USA podcast. And there are some other candidates out there that I like. I, I like I like Tina Forte in New York who's running against AOC, who's running against Alexandra. Ocasio Cortez And I also like uh, Brian Hawkins Who's running for Congress In Southern California Out of San Jacinto uh, California He's a a real sharp guy um, Has an incredible story to tell And hopefully I can get him on As a podcast guest So in closing I just want to let people know That there are A lot of things going on The Republican Party can win in 2022. Um, We have the momentum. The Democrats have showed us their dirty laundry about what they want for the United States of America. And it is not good. Lockdowns, shutdowns, forced vaccinations, take the vaccination or lose your job, take the vaccination or lose your retirement, you know, be unemployed, live in the streets. What type of America is that? That, these Democrats don't sound like uh, uh, Americans, uh, you know, American leaders that like Americans. What do you think? So if anyone wants to be a podcast guest on the Real People USA podcast, please feel free to reach out to me at rpusa at protonmail.com or you can call me at 786-697-3800. And you can also visit us on the web at rpusa.org. Take care and make it a great day.